What's up, everybody? Zane here with Everything Vibe. I'm joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? Doing great. How are you doing? Doing good, dude. It's the end of the year. We got the holidays coming up. I know you got some travel plans. I have literally nothing to do, so I'm so excited to be able to jump into VR starting on, I guess, Friday of this week. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, you got where, where you headed up? Where, where I'm sorry, where are you headed to? Yeah, so I'm going to Colorado for the most part, visiting family a little bit, and then from there we're all going to Colorado for for about a week. So it'll be a nice change of pace. I'm hoping it's not too too cold over there. Are you a big it's, skier? I, yeah, yeah. Nice. So definitely going to be skiing. And actually, I'm really excited because this is the first year that our daughter is old enough to learn how to ski. So very cool. Yeah, have we you, haven't have figured you out tried all those. any good uh, VR skiing games <laughs> or experiences. No, I, I'm just I curious have, how like, it would compare. Even, yeah, I haven't even looked into it. Like, I'm wondering. I mean, honestly, the the closest thing I can think of that ski ish would be Sprint Vector. Yeah, same thing popped in like, my head. Yeah, because because since you don't have any anything on your feet, but you do like have the controllers, you can kind of simulate like part yeah. of it through like pulling yourself. But that's gonna be some the ground, crazy but... locomotion with your body yeah. not moving to match the. Uh, no, for sure. What I, you're seeing. I have a feeling that that no one would do it better than Sprint Vector. Honestly, True. has already done it. Like as yeah. far as like with our current with our current technology and current controllers and everything. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm actually curious now. I'll take a look around, but yeah, I know well, that's a good, that's a good question. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's dive into it. I think the main thing we want to talk about today is our experience with contractors, but literally before I hit record, you and I were talking about some news, which, uh, yeah, before I even I, let you share with me, I was like, let me just hit record so we can chat about it on the show. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, no, I mean, we, we haven't had any, like news segments on the show for a while now. And it was, it, you know, came out fairly recently since I think the last episode that we had aired, uh, it was, you know, December ish, early December. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, yeah, it looks like, it looks like early December is when they first announced it. But, uh, I was just thinking since we hadn't discussed it at all, um, the announcement of Epic, the Epic game store and kind of how that, uh, might impact Steam in any way, if at all, for the VR content-wide. I mean, basically, for those of you who who aren't aware, Epic Games, you know, they they were famous for mostly the Unreal series of games and and the Unreal Engine. Later, you know, they developed Gears of War and uh, you know, really popular uh, you know studio. They eventually made Fortnite, which just blew up overnight. It seemed. Not overnight. It was kind That's of a slow a burn at first. Approach to a game, huh? Just making it completely yeah. free. Yeah, exactly. No, with with yeah, their free to play model, and then you know, selling you know dances and all those like you know, I'm yeah, not a big Fortnite player by any means, but yeah, they they obviously are making a killing on Fortnite, and uh, you know, with all that exposure, you know, millions and millions of players. Uh, you know, opening the Epic Games client on a daily basis to play that game, they decided they they've been apparently doing research for at least a couple of years, I think, maybe more, and decided that they want to compete with Steam and start selling, uh, you know, games online. And the the kicker is, I I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I want to say that they are proposing, yeah, that they're gonna. Basically, Steam had recently came up with uh, like updated plans on on the distribution between 
you know, when someone sells a game on Steam, I think in the past, uh, Valve was getting an even larger cut of the sales. But recently, they had made some kind of changes to where I think if your game did fairly well, you would you would get like 70%, I believe. It's And Valve would take about 30%. Well, right right off from the get-go and and that's that was like the best scenario on the steam side right it used to be worse and i think even now it's worse if you don't hit certain milestones but i don't remember i don't have the the numbers in front of me but so at best in steam if you're if you're you know putting your your game on that platform as a developer you're gonna get 70 percent back of you know of the proceeds uh for anyone that buys the game for at for the Epic Game Store, you'll get eighty-eight percent. Wow, that's yeah. A and so it was a pretty aggressive, and, actually. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the way they were kind of making it sound was, hey, we've done the math, and even at eighty-eight percent, we're still going to be making a profit. So you can imagine, you know, kind of a jab at Valve, like, yeah. hey, they're taking way more money than they really need to be. But that that said, they. They kind of, you know, they, in a nice way, kind of started out, I think, the announcement by more or less saying, like, they acknowledged that at one point it needed to be that that big of a split because, you know, there was no infrastructure and it was a lot, you know, there was probably less volume, you know, when the store initially came out and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it more or less was like, okay, maybe the margins used to have to be that, but now overhead's gone down and we can take a lot less and still make money. So... This is what we're doing, and and they really their whole announcement was very was very developer friendly, trying to say, hey, we we're developers, you're developers, we understand what you need, and we we're gonna take less money, so come and support our store. And so, now, I, I mean, I, my my one question to that is, do will they have any VR support? Yeah, that's what. So, as far like everything that I was reading, I don't think they have. Like they don't have any kind of uh, like cl- VR client, kind of like Steam does, like yeah. where it it manages like the the hardware. And I mean, they they kind of were vague in terms of they said, well, we're not going to have anything like in the platform that officially supports VR, but if the game supports it, then like then go ahead, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't really okay. know how that would even work. Like, I, I haven't seen. I mean, I don't think there are any games out there right now. That aren't that aren't purchasable through Steam or Oculus that uh, that work in VR that I'm aware. Of. I mean, obviously you can run like just normal, you know, programs and .exe files and stuff, and they'll work with headsets. But so so I don't like the short answer is I don't think they're doing really. I don't think they're taking a stance one way or another, which means to me I I don't, I don't think they really have any kind of an intent to highly focus on VR support. So it'll just be up to if a developer has a game that happens to work with VR and they want to put it through the store, then great. So, I mean, my kind of gut feeling is for VR, I don't think it's really going to make a big difference. Um, But I mean, I guess if games, if games end up being on all kinds of multiple platforms, including the Epic games platform and it was built for the ground, but I, I mean, I'll be interested. I wonder, I haven't had a chance to talk about this development with any of the, the studios or game developers that, that we have contact with. I, I'm wondering what they'll say. Because 
just my gut feeling tells me that there's a lot of hooks in the Steam VR platform that you get a lot of benefit from just by yeah. but by publishing through Steam. But I, but I don't know. I I could be completely wrong, and maybe maybe things will work just as easily, um, you know, on a different. But All right, but yeah, well, we we I, can wait for more info on that because I I mean. Uh, like I said, I, yeah. I hadn't heard anything about this, and I was just curious how it would affect, um, you know, any type of yeah. VR platform. No, but- I mean it's a it's a big announcement. So regardless, if mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there are some listeners out there that maybe, uh, you know, use Steam, use their head their their headsets, maybe aren't huge into the gaming world. Uh, VR is kind of like in many ways it's very connected to the gaming industry, but in some ways it's kind of like a its own branch, so to speak. So yeah. I, I'm sure there's people out there that don't follow, you know, the traditional gaming industry as much, and maybe they don't, they're not aware of it. So I thought I'd just bring it well, up. Well, I mean, I'd be one of them, but I, yeah. I think, well, just on a, on a general level, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of steam. I'm a big fan of valve. Uh, then again, like, I, I don't know, like I said, I don't know enough about the gaming world to have, really really deep feelings one way or another but everything that i've heard sure. about valve and all my experiences with steam have been really good so far um, yeah so even but the thing is like even with that said i'm all about competition i yeah i think yeah. good competition good healthy competition keeps people on their toes it keeps people innovating so this will be you know you know if if it forces not forces but you know if, if it pushes these platforms to pay developers more I mean, that's one of the big things that we were talking about within in all these conversations we've had with developers is, you know, how do you how do you have a sustainable model? And the thing is, like, we're not talking crazy, crazy numbers here, but but it's a it's a pretty big difference. Eighteen percent to have eighteen percent more revenue could mean hiring another person, or you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. there's so much that could come into it. So I, I will be curious to now that now that I know, obviously, but I will be curious to see how that kind of plays out and. You know, with the popularity of Fortnite, Epic Games definitely has come into the spotlight. So, um, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep an eye out on that for sure. Yeah, no, and and yeah, and from a developer's point of view, like I totally agree with you. Competition is always great, and I mean, we hear from developers, from stories online, from all these things all the time about how it's hard to make money in VR right now, and so every little bit helps. Like if if this leads to developers getting more out of steam vr games on the steam platform like that's a win-win so and it, yeah it's i i think it's especially interesting considering how much you know with the leaked valve headset and you know the knuckles on the horizon there there have been uh, more and more knuckles i think uh prototypes being sent out to developers now like it mm-hmm. supposedly valve is sending them out in 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 much bigger quantities now rather okay. than just from to limited so you one would assume that an announcement on that maybe as a consumer release would be like, you know, in the foreseeable future and, and possibly the headset as well. So like if, you know, yeah, just knowing that they're, that valve is still very committed to VR and they may actually be, you know, taking a big upcoming jump into it. Um, it's good to know that, you know, it's good to know their, their, their other business, their big business really. And in the steam store and, and we'll see how this all meshes out in the end, I guess. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is is evolving. I mean, obviously, I actually didn't know a lot of the history of Epic Games until you kind of went into it. But yeah, I'm I'm sure no matter how successful they were before Fortnite, cannot even compare to the success that they no. had after it. So 
you know, things can change very, very quickly because Fortnite came out, what, just less than 18 months ago? Um, Probably, yeah. yeah I, so it's, No, I, I I would imagine, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not imagining, I'm sure. Uh, the Epic Games didn't see that coming. So, like, the where Epic Games is now versus prior to Fortnite is, like, night and day. Like, I don't think anyone could have seen that, so. Yeah, I, I my, my main point was that, like, you know the landscape can change quickly, uh, and, yeah. and that's a good thing. Like I, I mean, I'm excited for that innovation, all that jazz. Um, so you know, I, I hope that Steam still continues to to focus on VR and put out good content. But you know, if yep. Epic if Epic starts uh, putting out some content, I will. There's no there's no necessarily loyalty at this yeah. point. You know, it's more so yeah. just like, and and a lot of this comes back to the whole like Oculus VR thing, like. I just want to see good content all around. I, the last thing I want to see is companies trying to stifle each other. You know, I like, agree. like, like build your, uh, build like the biggest ship. Don't just like be tearing everybody else's down. And so, yeah. you know, if, if Epic wants to jump into the fray and, uh, put some VR content out, I'm, I hope they do. Uh, then that would actually yeah. be pretty cool to see. No, I agree. And, and indirectly this could affect the Oculus store. Like, I wonder if, if steam is forced to kind of compete with, these other stores and they end up bringing their, like, I don't know what the cuts are uh-huh. in the Oculus store, but like, yeah, this could, the, the, the broader fight on the platforms, uh, more generally, like the non VR game stuff could end up really affecting the VR space as well in a positive way. So awesome. that'd, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, cool dude. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into, I guess, our main topic, or at least what we wanted to chat about tonight, and that is contractors VR. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't even know how you guys came across this game. It was one of those things where I think you and Damon had been talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I, I just, I, yeah, I just wanted really to been... jump into the thing a couple nights ago. Yeah. No. So I mean, long story short, for me, I mean, da- I wish Damon was on the call just so he could, he probably. He follows the the shooter scene more than either of us do, but like uh, yeah, with contractors, I just I started seeing people talk about it quite a bit, and it kind of sh- it shot up on the sales charts in for the Steam VR section. So uh-huh. I, I usually periodically just check what the highest selling games are, uh, you know, in Steam and for VR, for virtual reality in, in in specific, and yeah, I noticed contractors was way up there in terms of lots of people were checking out and playing it and it was getting great, uh, you know, positive feedback. So I was like, Hey, we need to check this out. So we reached out to developers. Uh, they shot us over some copies. We got a chance to, to all jump in it and play it, uh, in co-op. And yeah, uh, that's kind of where, where I guess you came into the yeah, story. I mean, and- well, I, so first of all, it was a lot of fun. I cannot believe the game has only been out for like less than a week and it's, it's definitely gotten a lot of traction in that time frame already, but yeah, I mean, I the multiplayer aspect of it was fantastic. I mean, I've played Onward not not nearly enough, but you know, I've spent a decent amount of time in Onward, and this game, it felt good. You know, I, I've I've done some of the shooters, and again, like like you said, just to echo your sentiment about Damon, I wish he was on this call because yeah, he's he's definitely into the uh, the shooter scene much more than than I am or, or uh, you I are. I feel like the way. The way he described it to me when we were like, because I I was trying to gauge his reactions when we were playing it, and he basically, I mean, the two big ones other than than contractors now, uh, the the two big like you know VR shooter uh, games are like multiple, yeah, 
VR, I guess, multiplayer, more like tactical type shooters. Uh-huh. Uh, or Onward and Pavlov VR. And, and then now this. And the way, you know, Onward is kind of more hardcore, more simulation-y, sim- simulation-y in terms of it's slower paced and you really are taking your time tactically. Pavlov is more like Counter-Strike Go or something like that where mm-hmm. it's fast-paced and the maps are all, you know, like you're 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 kind of going at each other, you know, at a more frantic, you know, type of pace and all of that. And then he just he felt like Contractors was somewhere in the middle where it, yeah, it I, felt I, like it felt like it was it was faster than than Onward, but it wasn't like, you know, super arcadey either. No, it, it had a very good feel to it. And I, I can definitely agree with that assessment having oh, spent. And again, I, just a caveat, limited time in both Pavlov and Onward. But, yeah. um, you know, enough, enough to be able to recognize the differences in both of them and the differences between both of them and contractors. And there's something about the simplicity of it, like just being able to jump in and go. I agree. Um, you know, I think the the only issues that we had in terms of that aspect was trying to figure out how to party up and get into a room. Yeah. Um, but I, then ironically, yeah, like, yeah. For for me, like ironic, and I think you probably have more experience in Onward than than I do. But I but I have played like a fair bit of Onward. I haven't really played much of Pavlov. Um, but yeah, my my instant kind of my my instant feeling when I first booted up the game was I was a little bit lost in terms of like there I, I felt like the tutorials were a little bit hard for me to grasp and I don't know if that's just me not spending enough time with the tutorial videos or what but it like I needed you you guys to kind of guide me through like figuring out the controls a little bit because. Mm. I, I mean, I yeah, for someone... I, I went through the tutorials and they were actually really well done and self-explanatory. Okay, so, but um, so that, just so maybe, just to call that out. Okay, so yeah, so yeah, different people, I guess, will have different experiences with it. But oh, so I, I, was I thought, thought you were saying that you didn't go through it. No, I, I, I didn't. I like I went through some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, so that's probably what it. Was. Oh, okay. I probably should have. <laughs> I wasn't trying yeah. to say that, Ronnie. It's super no, easy. No, what no, is no, wrong? no, no. Uh, I was just I, saying that, like, I, it was nice to actually have them there. Um, yeah, and yeah, not yeah. you know it's not this like really long thing or you know well, uh, incomplete have you ever done the are, is there a lot of tutorial stuff in onward and, and pavlov or not really you know to be you honest know? i don't i don't even know about onward because it's one of those things where like i learned the game so long ago like after it came yeah. out that a, a lot of the basics you know i just picked up already so i never go back and try the tutorials but okay i'd no, say that, that a sense. lot of these games have very very similar functions and in, in yeah. how to do it like this one was a little bit different. Like the reloading mechanism was slightly different. So I had to learn that. But again, like, yep. you know, they, once they, once you learn that, they, they show it to you and it's not yeah. anything too crazy. No, and and it's it, still, yeah. a lot of it's still really intuitive, which I like. It really was like, no, so that was the thing. So r- right off at the very, very beginning, when I first played it, like when I just booted it up before I got a chance to really talk to you guys and get into a match, I was a little bit confused with like some of the mechanics, like just the reloading stuff. And, and again, that's, from someone that really doesn't spend a lot of time in a lot of these shooters without like I've I'm usually in there with Damon or somebody else that's kind of anytime I have questions they they answer them for me and I get going. So so that was my first kind of, you know, rough experience. And then and then you guys jumped in and then yeah, the next kind of issue we had was just trying to as a party get into different matches and we were I think we actually finally figured that out how to get that working. I think it just became easier. So we were 
oh, we were was having this after, trouble after I signed off. Yeah, no, no, it was it was while you were still in it, but I think so. So we were we were inviting each other to parties, and then we would be in a party, and then we'd try to join a match, and for whatever reason, it would just take forever, and we wouldn't get into matches. So eventually, we just all left the party, you know, through separate chat, agreed on what what ongoing server we would join, and then we would join it, and that, and then it was working flawlessly. Yeah, but I think I think I think it would have eventually connected us with a game. I think what it was doing was it was trying to find a game where maybe all three of us as the party could get in on one side. On the same or, team, yeah, no, that, yeah, or something. That and, makes sense. And if you looked at it, a lot of the games were like didn't have space for three people. Exactly. So so maybe so just for those out there, like I I bet there's not a ton of people that are going to have like huge parties. Yeah. Uh, if you're, if you're trying, to yeah, if you're games. single player, you just jump right in, and it's super and it's easy fast. to get into a game. Yeah. Oh. So once we got around that stuff, and we were actually in the matches, man, like it, literally after just a couple of rounds, I felt like I was super comfortable. And by the end of it, I felt like I was competing. Like I mean, more like, like we all had good and bad games, but I felt like we we could actually go in there and compete with people and have a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know about compete, but I think the player base, <laughs> I think the player base is small enough now that we, we don't completely suck, which is good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, but, that's what I'm, when I say compete, I mean like we have like, yeah, it's, it's fun. Every now and then it's we're getting fun, some kills. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, as opposed to playing against like more, I don't want to call it pro, but just like, you know, players who are, who are much more into it or who have a lot more experience in it and can yeah. kind of kill I mean, you we, in one shot. Yeah, exactly. We've all been in those situations, usually in non-VR games, actually, where like you load up a map and as soon as someone has their your their sight on you, you're dead. And you have no time to react or anything like that. Like I think part of what I like so much about contractors, I mean, there's obviously a high degree of skill that you can, you know, get by playing it a lot, but I just really like how the maps are so varied like each yeah. of the maps had such like there's you know uh, like more of like a foresty kind of vibe there's there's a city there's uh like uh like a rocky kind of you know desert type landscape and each of those not only do they look different but they have different like you know rock formations and different like the actual makeup of the game i really like how you can have there's all kinds of elevation so rather than having to just like be in a building to go and snipe down at somebody, like there's literally like you know rocks and 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 little mountains and hills and all that kind of stuff. And I, I just felt like there was a lot of creativity that was opened up by by the level design in mm -hmm. terms of um, as a player you can kind of you know like there isn't just one way of using the map to your advantage. There's all kinds of ways of figuring out how how to best approach enemies. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I mean, it's it's five on five, which can get a little, um, I don't want to say crowded at times, but the thing is like, it's the the maps were a good size for that, right? Like it, there was a lot to explore, a lot to, to walk around in. And um, I think the other thing that really stuck out to me, at least in contrast to Onward and probably Pavlov as well, although I haven't jumped into there as, as, uh, as recently as I'd like to, um, it's very bright. It reminded yeah. me of Arizona Sunshine. So, you know, the graphics look great, but also it's just like it's super bright. So it's not like, you know, it's it's easy to see the environment just feels kind of like I don't I don't I really don't know how to describe it. Just 
but it feels good, right? Like I think there's a grittiness yeah. that comes with Onward, which is which is fine because it matches like what that game is all about, right? Like you're in very urban environments for a lot of it. Um and so but like with this it's just like I mean, it reminded me uh and I, I know I keep going back to this which will probably date me, but like it it reminded me of like Halo, for example. You know, yeah, just like yeah. the really kind of like bright uh, landscapes, uh, there's just random objects here and there, you know, there was some urban yeah. areas, but no, I can but, see the, but the I terrain, like the you comparison. said, was very like up and down. Yeah, no, I can see the comparison for sure. And no, I'm still like, I mean, we talked about like when I had like, Oh, this is like almost a year ago now when I was playing space junkies, uh, with, with Ubisoft that I, I think it was GDC the first time, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, one of the things I left from there, like glowing about is like, this is like Halo and VR. And this is like, yeah, I agree with you. The maps, the maps felt like that. And and one yeah. of the best things about Halo were the maps. Yep. And and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like some of the maps here, I, I, I felt like the, the maps were the showstoppers for me anyways. So that's where like the mechanics, they felt similar to, you know, Onward or Pavlov, like the like different but similar. And it and it's still like like fairly realistic like kind of tactical type you know gameplay but then it's just the way the maps are designed just like just make it feel so different and so so fun like it yeah the maps felt it felt like a place i wanted to be in when i when we were in those matches and like the time just kind of disappeared like i really i really could have i could have played like if we we didn't have to go because we've been playing a long time like i, I could have played double that amount of time and not felt any kind of fatigue or anything. Yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to stay in there <laughs> with you guys. Yeah. But, but, um, I, I mean, it was what past like 1230 and, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, evening, I had to so. go shortly after you too. So that's why like, no, I mean, we, we had been playing like, like I said, it, it, I mean, and I'm one of those people, like I know you and Damon don't really usually get motion sickness, yeah. um, but I can, I can sometimes get motion sickness, but at least at the default, like the, I didn't change anything in the, in the settings. So whatever defaults that they had going for for them in terms of like the 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 locomotion, um, I mean it it works great. It didn't yeah. have me feeling nauseous. I remember I even asked you while we were playing. I'm like, how's the locomotion feel? And and you seem to be totally normal. Yeah, and and I and I really like. I mean, I, if there was a hint of me feeling a little bit strange at the beginning, it was just because I was getting used to the like pushing down the 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 circle pad to run to and sprint, then like yeah. yeah but like once i kind of got the hang of it i mean i was moving all over the place and really using the movement to its fullest um and i didn't yeah i felt i felt totally great afterwards like i i would love to jump in again and play more like it yeah. was just it was super fun so they uh well I, I don't know if you even tried this but there's like a little slide function which is really cool and i don't think we were utilizing that very well oh it's how, a, how do you use it's it's actually really cool because I was doing it in like the practice rounds and now thinking about it, I'm just like, oh, I was doing it while just like um, in, in training or like in that little lobby area. But yeah. now I'm thinking like, man, all those times you're like trying to get around a corner or do something like tricky. Like those are the times that you use it and I really wasn't using it well or at Wait, all. Is it like a kind of strafe or like what is it? like? No, like you literally slide across the floor. Like you have to be crouched. Um, yeah. No, no, no. You have to be running and I think if you crouch – uh, you automatically slide or so, something like that. It'll, like oh. the tutorials had it. Yeah. But the thing is like you end up sliding and it just, it's just got this cool, like action movie kind of vibe to it. Right. Cause you're like okay. sliding across the floor 
And I think like it's one of those things where you you know that that does allow you to um you know cover cover a door or cover like an open space between things and like you know Got make it. make it more difficult for someone to hit you if they or if they're expecting you up high. Yeah, because I and I like the combination like again like the the simplicity of it all like it was fun that like in, in a lot of these kind of games because I'm not super great at competitive multiplayer. I kind of get lost. Like I, it's hard for me to focus on actually getting kills and actually achieving the mission objectives at the same time. Sometimes, yeah. You, but this you're game, doing great though. Yeah, like I, I felt like it was just really like cut, like very cut and dry. Like you had you had arrows telling you where the next objective was, and it was just. I know most games have that, but for some reason, it was just super clear yeah, in, I, in contractors. And then once you got there, like really, it was about you hanging out in that area and. And it, and a lot of it was you, just like capture, like capture the area type of thing. Yeah, but it, it just seemed, and and then it was fun. Like again, because of the level design, I think it was really fun defending our territory and working together to to like. I, I like how they kind of let you have kind of extended kill cams. Uh -huh. So if one of if 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 I die. For example, before you do, and you're in that area, <laughs> after 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 being dead, dead, I can kind of tell, like I can warn you, you know, I can kind of help guide. Yeah. Hey, he's he's on this side. He's on this side. Like blah blah blah. That was, and, that and was I, funny. <laughs> yeah. So like, and it would really help, and it would be a lot of fun. Like you felt like you were really working as a team to mm -hmm. to get the well, objective. And done. I think it was nice for us because we were all communicating quite a bit. Uh, you know, the, yeah. The people who were on our team, I. I mean, I don't know. Maybe actually, I don't feel like they were communicating that much. But sometimes it depends on the yeah. Map. It depends. There was because there was another like I agree with you. Like in the in the on the server that we were in, we were communicating a lot. You, me, and Damon, but people other people weren't so much. But there was a time when we were all on different servers, and there are definitely other players out there that communicate. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely hearing people talk. But like I said, I, I think the multiplayer aspect of it just makes it really fun. And if you have people that you're going to be playing with, uh, I mean, that just takes it to a whole nother level, but yeah. you know, I, I think as the player base continues to grow, people get more comfortable with it. You'll probably have a lot more of that where it's just like, Hey, cover my back, blah, 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 this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Man, talking about this game more though, like I, I'm excited about my vacation, but man, I wish I could take my, my <laughs> headset with me so that we could, we could get some more of these sessions. Take the, take the Oculus with you. That's what, but my only thing is I have to figure out a PC to run it off of. Because oh. I'm going to be like, ah. I, you need a, more you need a more, travel laptop. I know. Like see, more and more laptop. I'm thinking, like, I have a good laptop, but it doesn't have a GPU. Mm. There's, you can buy these, like, these these uh, Thunderbolt GPU enclosures. It's just kind of expensive. Like, you can literally hook up a graphics card yeah. to your laptop and play it off of that. But it's, I mean, you're you're talking like, it's i haven't looked at the prices but i want to say it's probably like six seven hundred bucks like mm. but it it might be worth it one of these days to try to get something like that for content purposes but we'll see yeah i'm well i mean just because you're you said the oculus is so much easier to, to yeah. set up on a portable like oh level, it's, so. it's super easy to set up you just need a computer to run it and like i said like my my laptop just doesn't have the graphics power Mm -hmm. But I could supplement it with, like, with something that plugs into it, but it's just expensive. So, like, so if I did get that GPU enclosure, like I'm talking about, mm -hmm. then, like, game over. It's done. Like, literally, I just have to take that, 
That'd a little awesome, enclosure with man. me, my laptop. literally just pack it up my... into a bag. Yeah, easily. Like you could easily fit into a like a like a backpack or smaller. And yeah, with yours, it's actually like I think if I had your system, I'd be able to do it because your system's pretty small. Yeah, I mean, well, you built my system, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying, but your system is like approaching porta- portable portability. Territory. Yeah. I mean, I, but, I I think ultimately it, it it'd still be nicer to have a laptop. Um, oh, for sure. And, and now, and I wonder like, if you're going to spend that much money, you might as well like just look into getting an actual gaming laptop. That's what there might be something like now. It's a lot easier to run VR off of a laptop than when we started. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, when when we built your computer, you know, like two three years ago, um, you know, a 1070 was really high end, and now you can you can get 1060s and laptops for pretty cheap, and those that's like not a terrible vr experience if you need to so i mean uh, mine is is pretty good so far no oh no, no yours complaints. yeah no no yeah exactly no yours is great i'm saying i'm saying like since yours like i would say like when we built your system like there it, there was really no way they didn't have that level of gpu power in a in a in, laptop, in a laptop yeah now you can find more and more of them they're still fairly expensive but they're not like you can actually find relatively cheap options for that kind of stuff now. Yeah, I'm like so. super curious. Yeah, see, I'm I'm looking at uh, Newegg and like one of the top items here, and I, I don't know how good it is, but yeah, they have an, they have an Asus VR ready and gaming laptop for eight hundred. And it man, comes, what what uh, what well, it comes with does the, it say? G- it comes with the ten sixty. Okay, see, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, see, so like at that at that stage. Yeah, if as long as it runs it somewhat adequately, mm-hmm. like it might be worth getting that versus an external GPU. Because the thing with external GPUs, I mean, in addition to it still not being as portable as a laptop by itself, yeah, because you're gonna have you're gonna have to lug your laptop with you plus this box with a graphics card in it, right? Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty portable, but it's not as portable as just a laptop. And then in addition to that whatever card you have in there is going to take a slight performance hit. So I probably wouldn't get anything much more than a 1070 anyways for something like that. And like, if I wasn't going to use my, my main graphics card Mm -hmm. and then when you talk about it being throttled a little bit by the connection and all that, like, yeah, 1060 is going to be about the same. So I feel like, man, that's for people out there that 1060, there's very few 1070s that are listed on here. But yeah. uh, sorry, I'm just kind of scrolling through. No, no, no. But that's really not that bad. Like, I mean, and then you have a laptop too. I mean, yeah, if I you, mean, you, like, it's a brand new computer essentially. Yeah. So no, I, who knows? That's what like, yeah, when I, when I got my, my laptop, I, there, again, there wasn't a lot of great, uh, like I, I love my laptop, but it's a Lenovo yoga. It's really nice. Um, there just wasn't a lot of great. Uh, high performance GPU solutions that I liked out at the time. How old is your laptop? It's pretty new. So it's, it's like about a year, year and a half old. Gotcha. If only you could trade that in, that might actually be. I it. know. <laughs> see now, now I I see the benefits of of getting something that would let me play. Because man, that would be so sweet. Because yeah. I would be able to just yeah, just bring it with me and yeah. I mean, yeah. Throwing those sensors and the headset in the in a bag is no problem at all. I could take it with me on the plane, and then wherever I land, I can just whip out my laptop and boom. You can even set it up in the airport while your flight is delayed or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be like with, with, an, with a rift. Like 
actually pulling out the sensors and stuff. That'd be, <laughs> yeah. you know, I still haven't like, I know a lot of people bought Oculus Go's. Have you seen, ever seen anybody like using one like in public? I, I have not. No, not yet. Yeah. Have you? I, I haven't. So no, I'm just curious, like, cause that would be something funny to do. Like I, I imagine at some point, I guess I haven't traveled a lot internationally, but I, I feel like yeah, I, an international I, flight would be a good time to like pull out an Oculus Go. Yeah, I'd probably only use it on flight. Like if I, I can't imagine somebody on like the CTA trains or like you know <laughs> what I mean? like somebody yeah. just did that. I'm like, dude, you're just asking to get like robbed or something, you know? You're like, gonna get robbed, or, and, and you're also gonna miss like, like your stop every single day. Yeah, or like somebody, or, like if somebody is just like in a park bench, like sitting with that on, <laughs> I, I just it would be it'd be super weird. Like I'm just like. This is a this is a super like a uh, side note because I I know like we've already mostly talked about contractors uh-huh. but today I was watching a, a YouTube video uh, Linus Tech Tips video it, it's a good channel like I I watch all kinds of like com- computer video and most people are gonna know who Linus is if they if they like PC videos anyways he had a video that was released today about uh, like this new LG tv or it's it's like an lg oled panel that he got to like got some hands-on time with Mm -hmm. and the and the cool thing about it like it's not released yet but it's it's something that's more for like future uses and then also for like businesses and stuff but it's a see-through like oled panel so it's basically like you know like a like an oled tv yeah yeah it's like that but it's see-through and it's a glass like like you can literally on the other side like so you can stand on the other side and and like you can just see through it and so depending on like like you would imagine like the applications for it and it's hard to explain without seeing video of it but like let's say like you had your whole store like glass panel and like uh, like it's like you have a display in in the front of your store uh-huh imagine like you have something in the display like i don't know jewelry or or like you know, just like a, a a setup, and then on the actual glass, it's it's showing you like the pricing and like maybe an advertisement or something like kind of like as like a like a like a frame or something around what you're physically around seeing it behind like. it, and so like and and it's really dynamic. Like it can fill the whole screen. It can like do all kinds of stuff, whatever. And and the, he did tons of experiments in the video where. Like they would have someone stand behind it and like, like, I mean, you could kind of see through it while you were playing it mm-hmm. when the lights were on. But if you put a black screen, like if you put just a black cloth behind it and turned off the lights, you couldn't tell the difference between it and like a normal panel. And so, and so we, and so they were talking about like, man, like what would be some interesting applications? I don't think he mentioned VR, but I immediately was thinking how cool would it be if you could have like VR panels where where literally like when you push a button like like you could literally just see through the goggles yeah that would be kind and of then, cool and well, then i mean and that's, then, that's, like that's some kind of like... polarized lens where like like literally like if you wanted to just be in the headset like it, it's kind of like the the like using the the vibes camera or whatever yeah to kind of see but i mean this no, is I, literally I like I'm wondering, yeah, like, that's, that's almost through. playing with, like, augmented reality type of thing. But instead, now it's just, like, you're allowing a full pass-through of, like, a VR goggle. Yeah. I, I just think it would be super useful because, like, because one of the lens. things that's hard about a headset, besides the fact that they're bulky right now, is the fact that you're kind of, you know, locked in there. 
Dude, so that, it would just that's gonna be like so along, trippy. I love it. Yeah, just just along with making like you can imagine you want goggles and all that kind of stuff to be smaller and slimmer and more easily. But like if in addition to that you could actually see through them when you needed to, or like it would be semi trans. Like I I just think that would be super cool to see. Uh, no, I, I I fully agree. I, that would yeah. be well, yeah. I mean, that would be actually and it's really in, it's interesting. interesting that there's yeah, it's interesting that there's technology out there that can do similar kinds of things. Like I'm sure it would have to be different in order to work in a VR headset, but it's close enough to that concept where I like seeing that I was like, Oh, this is actually a possible thing. <laughs> Someone, like, whether it's three, four, 10, 15 years down the road is going to be able to put those two technologies together. Exactly. And like somehow figure it out. Like, like if someone, yeah, if that's worth doing, hopefully someone will do it. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I so. think, I think it would be cool if, like, the glasses that I'm currently wearing can just turn into VR goggles right away. See? Yeah, and, then, exactly. and then, like, when I'm done, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, just flip them back and off. And it's just, and like, glasses. Just keep walking like, around like normal. Yeah. See? And, and, like, and you would have to think that that's kind of a similar technology in some way. Like, yeah. To having a glass, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. Like, that's, it's fascinating to me that, man, some of the things, like, that can already be done are so crazy, so... Well, let's, I mean, maybe they'll have for Gen 2. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, here's hoping. Yeah, no, I mean, well, either way, I, I'm excited for, for what's to come. I really hope that, you know, this break between uh, Gen 1 and Gen 2 isn't just like incremental changes. I'd really like to see something. Uh, something well, I mean, cool I, ironically, like, like I, I mean, if, if the rumors about a Valve headset are true, I'm super, I, I'm super excited, like, I really want to get a Valve headset if if that's the case, right? Yeah. So like if if Valve is going to be releasing a headset with the knuckle controllers, like I'm in. Like I want one. And then likewise, like and, and this is someone that didn't bite on a Vive Pro and someone who was kind of a little bit like, you know, like I've spent a lot of money on VR uh, equipment. So like besides re- getting equipment for content and everything, I mean We've we've invested a lot of money into this stuff, so mm-hmm. it's hard to sometimes justify spent spending tons and tons more. But man, like you, they already kind of have me on a Valve headset. If 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 a Valve headset comes oh, out and yeah. it's and it's similar, like if it's the it's similar to a Vive Pro resolution, but you're using the knuckle controllers and you're using other Valve magic in there. Who knows what they're what they're incorporating? Then then I'm already very interested. And then and then on top of that you have the Oculus quest coming out for $400 and that's, you know, a standalone rift essentially. Like I'm kind of sold on that. Like I, I, I'm like, I already know that that's going to cost $400. I know it's coming out in, you know, April of 2019. I'm already recommending that to people that haven't jumped on. Like people yeah. now that are asking I mean, me about to be able to do it without a uh, high end computer it makes a huge that's difference. That's what I'm saying. And like, I mean, the, the problems that we were talking about, obviously that would still be an issue with, with a a valve headset. But like, if I had, if I had an Oculus quest right now, I would be able to play VR without having to worry about taking anything else with me, like on my trip. But it's just, it's just one of those things. Like I, I think I'm like, obviously like, like unless something comes out that I'm completely unaware of now, I think I'm probably going to be a day one Oculus Quest owner. So, yeah, there's like cool stuff coming out in the future, and I don't know. Like I'm, like on one hand, yeah, like you, like 
you know, I, I, I wish Gen 1, you know, was catching on more than it has to some degree. But like, but on the other hand, all the stuff that's coming out in the future just looks super positive and super interesting. And we all knew that this was the, this was the, uh, the enthusiast, uh, portion of, 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 of the, like of the, of the long-term trajectory of VR, right? Mm -hmm. Like this, this generation was, I mean, it was definitely consumer level in terms of, I mean, look at all the amazing games that we've gotten to play since we got our, our vibes, you know, and riffs and all of that. Like, I mean, from where things were back then to where things are now, there is an ecosystem here. And, oh, and, yeah, yeah. and there's, I, I and there's an idea of, of some things that work and don't work. And like, yeah, there's still a ton of room to grow, but like, there's been a lot that's been figured out and, and worked on in these past couple of, couple of years. And mm -hmm. yeah, with some, with, with valve taking a, taking a swing, hopefully in the future with Oculus coming out with the quest, like I, I mean, I, I think that there's there's a lot coming out really soon that's going to be really really incredible. No, I I, I agree, man, and I, it's it's super exciting to me. Like I don't know who I was having this conversation with, but like the the main like point that like got me super pumped was you know I'm thinking about Atari, which came out well a little bit like 40 years ago, 40 ish years ago. And you look at, you know, the games that are available now, like PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, like just the the, the type of games that are available on this on mm -hmm. these consoles and what these consoles are really capable of. And mm -hmm. I know that's a 40-year time period, so yeah, it can seem kind of long. But if, if we look at VR as like the Atari of this generation of entertainment, I mean, just imagine... Like, I mean, th this, this is why watching that Ready Player One movie was actually really exciting because I'm just like, we can't even really fully imagine or fathom like what, you know, somebody playing Pong on Atari and somebody playing Red Dead Redemption 2 or whatever, you know what I mean? On, yeah. On, on these consoles and like that, just the breadth of the game, the, the what you can do, artificial intelligence in the game. Like, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be really, really cool. No, I, I totally agree. And sky really is the limit because who would have thought that we'd be like, if, if you took like, you know, I don't know, like 2012 or 2013 version of me and introduced them to some of the experience that I've had a chance to play now, like just, Hey, this is what you're going to be doing in two or three years. Like my mind would have been blown because <laughs> yeah. it was just, because some of the things like we just take for granted that, that we're just like in these, like we're literally in our games that we're playing. Like, like when you, me and Damon were playing contractors the other day, like to some extent, like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we're, it, we're, it's literally us on the, in those maps, like doing what we're doing. Like it's, it's nuts. I, yeah, it doesn't make no, any it's, sense. It's, it's amazing. Well, and, and the thing is like, I know I always go back to this, but honestly, like it's, it's 100% how I feel. And it's like when I tried the vibe for the first time at your place, not having followed this tech not having followed the scene or whatever. Yeah. I was like, Holy crap. I like, I did not know this technology existed and I didn't realize that, that it was this good already. And what yeah. blows my mind is that was almost two and a half years ago. And there are still people today who have not tried VR. And there's a lot of I them know. who haven't tried VR. And I imagine know. how much it's, it's, it's come along in that time, the different types of games. And, you know, within the next, within the next like year, I think the, the masses will start to really pour in once you have something like Oculus 
uh, quests and you know like stuff that makes it just mm-hmm. easier for people to get in because there's no, so 100%. like I have so many friends like I've I've become like the pseudo like VR guy right just because yeah I've got this podcast and I'm always having people over to play and so like so many people want to want to get into it they just you know it's 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 an investment at this point really. yeah and you know and and you and me both know how difficult it is like we've spent a lot of time figuring this stuff out so that we can make it seem really nice and easy for them mm-hmm. but it's still kind of complicated right and like. And, and I agree, like, yeah, once you have, I think really Oculus Quest is probably going to be the first product, hopefully, that it just has everything in a package that's easy enough and at the same time good enough to just easily recommend to those people that, yeah. like, I, I can just, foresee, like, there are a lot of people out that I've showed VR to that if, if for $400 they could get a similar experience and they don't have to worry about the PC side or, like, figuring mm-hmm. any of that stuff out, like, most of those people would 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 buy in. I, think. I mean, I think a lot of people would buy a Vive for six hundred right now if they didn't have to buy the PC. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so I agree. I, I, just the the portability of it, everything that that comes along. I think Oculus is gonna really break some barriers next year, which which will be exciting to see. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm Team VR. I just want to see, I just want to see some cool stuff, man. Yep, I totally agree. So. All right, well, we are just uh, getting all hyped up about. <laughs> about vr now <laughs> instead of talking about contractors so let's go ahead and wrap this one up here um because everybody who's listening probably feels the same way already so yeah uh do you got anything else anything else that you wanted to add uh no i think i think that's it just yeah contractors ton of fun it is on sale into... right now i'm assuming for i don't know for how long the uh, maybe the sale yeah but, uh, okay but it is on sale it's 15 percent off right now i think the the usual price is 20 bucks so um okay. I I mean I I had a blast with it. I think if you are into shooter games, this is uh, definitely something that is worth trying out. Yeah, and, uh, and I think and even and, if and you're just, not, yeah, yeah, for for people that haven't like or maybe they're like a little bit intimidated by games like Onward, I think this is a pretty good medium of, yes, in terms yes. of like it's not like it's 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 pretty approachable, but it's also like it has it has nuance and complexity for those that are looking for it. So I think yeah. it's like a good. I I think anyone can jump into this and. And hopefully have a lot of fun. Yep. And if you do, definitely let us know. Hit us up um, on Twitter. I think Ronnie, you've been uh, you've been awesome on that. So hit us, yep, uh, yep. shoot us up. So sorry, shoot not shoot us up. Shoot us a message <laughs> or hit us up. I'm getting my words mixed up now. I'm getting in trouble here. So um, with that, it is late here at Chicago night. Ronnie, man, well, you have a good one. Enjoy your trip, and uh, we will. We'll try to connect sometime next week. We got one more episode that we're going to try to crank out before the end of the year, and. Uh, we want to talk about just all the games that we've tried in 2018. So uh, stay yep. tuned for that. And um, dude, I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Take care.